everybody. My name is Chris Sims, and this is a Sailor Business Chibisode. These are the theoretically shorter episodes of the show where we talk about things that exist outside of the main continuity of the Sailor Moon animated series. And today, uh, we are going to be talking about something that I think you cannot avoid when you are talking about the 90s, the internet, and Sailor Moon. Uh, we're going to be talking about fan fiction, and to help me out with that, uh, I've invited back a very special guest. Kel McDonald is here. Kel, how are you? I'm doing all right. A little tired after C2E2, but uh, doing okay. So, Kel, uh, you, you're at C2E2 right now, which should give everybody yes. an idea of when we're recording this. I met Jordan. Yeah, you said you saw Jordan, uh, who's not here, because that's where he is. We talked about sailor business. I recognized him by his mustache. He's... Very recognizable. <laughs> so, yeah, did you talk about anything in specific, or or is it going well, to be something you talk about when you come back on the show? I told him why Sailor Saturn has death powers rather than um, time powers, which is also a thing that I emailed you about, but you never read on air. Look, I, I read it myself, <laughs> and sometimes I want to keep that knowledge. <laughs> it, it makes me feel better. Uh, and then I told him that Sailor Mars's parents are not dead. Well, her mom's dead, but her dad is alive. He's just a politician, so he's working all the time. Oh, wow. That I did not know. Is that in the manga? That's in the manga. I think it's like two sentences, but I never really gets mentioned in the anime. Well, there you go. So, Kel, we're going to talk about fanfic. Yes. And my, my first question for you, you are creative. Yes. You are you are a uh, professional comic book creator by trade. You're a, a cartoonist, a writer, an artist. Yep. And you have specifically done a uh, a Magical Girl-inspired series called Misfits of Avalon that is very, very fun. If uh, people out there have not read that yet, it is absolutely worth picking up. It's about magical girls that are jerks. Yep. And so my question for you is, in your younger days, did you ever uh, write or, or draw a Sailor Moon fanfic. I didn't write fanfic because I always wanted to make my own stuff, but you know, it was like thinly veiled ripoff of the things I was reading at the time, but I did draw fan art. So did you create any, any Sailor Moon OCs? I did not make Sailor Moon OCs. I made a lot of Sonic OCs, which is a different rabbit hole to go down. Oh, we might have to do, we might actually have to do bonus content to the bonus content. I think I made like a cheetah Sonic OC so they could be fast like Sonic. Right, of course. No, I got it. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> because how else are you going to be best friends with Sonic? Yeah, exactly. You got to share interests. So by the time I got into, really got into Sailor Moon, I was already making my own stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's why I never really made Sailor Moon OCs. Because I had already started to write some very bad stories about werewolves and vampires at that age. <laughs> Haven't we all? Yeah. I, I definitely did. Uh, again... All, all original for certain values of original. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure that you you read Sailor Moon fanfic. And in fact, like, I'm sure of that because we talked about it before uh, you came on the show. Yes. The first fan fiction I ever read ever was a Sailor Moon X-Men crossover. 
Of course. What, what else could it have been? The logic behind the series was, well, both casts go to the moon repeatedly, so clearly they would run into each other and hang out. So was the, I guess, I want you to tell me everything you remember about this fanfic. And, and for those of you wondering, we're going to be doing this quite a bit. I think this is a subject that is pretty endless uh, that we could be doing for a while. But my first question is the obvious, I think in this fanfic was the blue area of the moon, the remnants of the silver millennium. Yes. That, okay. That makes sense. Okay. And then there's also like Cerebro, Picked up the Sailor Scouts, but then Professor Xavier was like, they're not mutants, but they're something, so we should check this out. And then they somehow all got transported to the moon. Okay. And then all the Sailor Scouts got their Silver Millennium outfits, and then all the X-Men got fancy outfits that define their truest selves was the way it was explained. So Rogue... I wish you could see the delight on my face right now. So Rogue got like a Southern Belle, like Gone with the Wind style get up. That that was the one I remember. And then the other one I remember is Wolverine because he had an old-fashioned Japanese formal outfit. Uh Yeah. I don't remember what anyone else's formal outfits were. Um, No. It was also the cast of the 90s cartoon, to be specific. So you know when X-Men went to the moon. You did not need to tell me that because that was something I assumed. Yeah. In this this story, do you remember, like, were, was it the, was it Serena and and Ray and Amy or was it uh, Usagi, Ray and Ami? Like, as far as the. I think it was Usagi because. I read it in middle school, and I remember learning that her name was actually Yasaki, so because of fanfic. Okay. I'm going to play editor, since Jordan's not here. Jordan, yeah. of, of the two of us, <laughs> is the, the editor by trade. Um, the X-Men don't go to the moon that often. <laughs> neither do the Sailor Scouts. <laughs> and neither do the Sailor Scouts. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, Also, the antagonist was that Apocalypse was trying to get the silver Imperial Crystal. So uh, the story never finished. We just got the setup of, like, the bad guy they got to defeat, and that was it. That's where the story stopped. Uh, Here's what's great about that. I have written uh, X-Men comics with Apocalypse in them before, and if I ever get the chance to do that again, he's absolutely just going to start businesses. Okay. Be like, Good. yes, humanity must evolve, and, I, and humans are very into clocks these days. Yes, okay. That sounds like a good plan. Um, also, I think maybe he was planning to marry Queen Beryl to steal her power or something. I don't remember, because again, it was kind of they were told their mission, and then the story stopped, so there was never any actual action in it. I feel like the person who wrote this was like, I just want to describe the X-Men in fancy outfits on the moon. Look, that's that's th- no shade on that. Yeah. That's a noble goal to have. So was there anything else uh, notable about this one? And, and you said this, was this the first Sailor Moon fanfic you ever read? Or was this the first? This is the first fanfic ever I read. Okay. I I think the first 
No, I think the first fanfic I read ever would have been a Xena fanfic. But I, I, I know that I definitely read some some Sailor Moon stuff pretty early. The first one I remember reading, because because here's the thing, I've talked about this before. I would actually read Mystery Science Theater 3000 fan fiction, which was where people would take other people's fan fiction and write like Mike and the robots doing commentary between lines, which I think is kind of a brilliant way to do fan fiction for Mystery <laughs> Science Theater, to be honest. Yeah. It's mean. It's, yeah, it's it is. Cool. But it is like what would happen. The other fan I remember reading there was a lot of fanfic that was about Pluto and Mamoru. Uh, oh, okay, that makes sense. You know, th- there's got to be a reason why she got sent to guard the door of time. Yeah. Um and I remember that being a large topic because the friend of mine at the time that was into Sailor Moon, Pluto was her favorite, but she was very into the Destined Moon Lovers and the Miracle Romance. So she mm-hmm. got super upset that this was a popular pairing. I mean, like, it's, you don't have to read it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, you, you could avoid it. This is 12 year old logic. So I That's think true. its existence was an affront to her. The one that I remember reading was a crossover between uh, Sailor Moon and the MTV animated series Daria, where uh, the title character Daria became the new Sailor Mercury. And the first thing she did was freeze someone with bubble spray freezing and then kick them and shatter them and murder them. That's a little dark for Daria. Yeah, I like. I was not a. I was not a fan of Daria at the time. Like, I was not a watcher. As someone so I didn't know. who is a fan of Daria, the reason why she is so nihilistic and depressed is because she wishes things were better. So that is kind of like not a thing that would be in line with her character. She doesn't do a lot of ice murders. She doesn't do a lot of sub zeros. She's not a violent person. Yeah, it seemed I remember the the setup of the the story was that everyone was like very surprised by this. But like it definitely happened. Yes. Huh. And that seemed that seemed pretty surprising to me. I don't know if I finished that one because I, I feel like the, even the commentary, uh, the Mystery Science Theater commentary on that one was like, I'm sorry, what? I also I read a bunch that were Chibi Usa Hotaru pairings. Yeah, I mean, again, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like the weirdest one other than them hanging out with X-Men on the moon. Uh, there was a crossover one with Yu Hakusho. Because I'm a big Yu Hakusho fan as well. That's that's so, called uh, Naoko Takeuchi's marriage. Yes, uh, that's how I found out that they're married. Uh, is I was like, this is a weird thing to cross over with one another, and then lo and behold, I feel like if sudden ice murders had happened in that fanfic, it would be more in line. <laughs> uh what were you a regular sailor moon fan fiction reader like would you would you go searching for it i would just read the ones my friends sent me because i'm dyslexic so i'm a very slow reader of everything Mm -hmm. um so uh it was basically that's how i knew about all the sailor pluto mamaru ones that she'd be upset and send it to me and be like i can't believe this and then i'd read it and would be like it's just her being sad because Mamaru is married. Like, 
she doesn't even plot to break them up or anything like that. Like I, d- I don't remember. I mean, I mean, I was about to say I don't remember how I found these because this was pre fanfiction.net obviously it was extremely pre like archive of our own uh but i mean i know how i found them i just would go to yahoo.com and search for sailor moon fanfiction oh, definitely reading them on fanfiction.net are you when about was this because mine would have been like circa 90 96 was when i was like first experiencing the internet in all its glory and looking for more sailor moon fanfiction so for me, it would be like 2001. So a little bit later. Yes. Because I didn't have like a functioning internet in my house until I was in middle school and starting high school. I remember going to my friend's house to read fan fiction. <laughs> did, did you ever do the thing where you would like print it out and like put it in binders? Uh, no, but I did do that with fan art. Ah, I did have a binder that was my art, but then I had like taped a bunch of printed up fan uh, art, fan art to the front of the binder. Now, Kel, now that we have the the preamble out of the way. Yes. I am going to like, I'm going to ask you if you're up for this. Uh, We got a, uh, a, an email from our friend, Amanda, who's been on the show, Mm -hmm. uh, who says uh, that she saw her, our tweet about weird fanfics? Because I did put the call out and we got some good responses. Uh, I retweeted it. At Barely Sushi, Mike Donahue said, uh, I remember one where the captain of the guard for the Kingdom of Jupiter was reincarnated post R and was the actual Moonlight Knight that inspired Darian's temporary alter ego and was Lita's love interest and may or may not have looked like early teens me and never made it online. <laughs> Which is that pretty great. really good. Uh, someone says they remember uh, Tuxedo Unmasked says they remember uh, Chibi Chibi uh, plus Motoki. Don't know what that means. Gonna move on. Chibi Chibi is a thing from Star. So don't, don't know no what spoilers, it means. Gonna move but on. I'm gonna just let you know. And someone says uh, they remember a fanfic uh, pressed down to orb says they remember a fanfic where Sailor Moon was raised by the God Emperor of Mankind from Warhammer 40k which I also don't know much about except for the sheer number of skulls that are involved okay. in the designs. The only thing I know about Warhammer 30k is when everyone talks about Grimdark, it is mm-hmm. quoting Warhammer 30k only. Warhammer 30k was saying it as a joke. Yeah, the tagline for 40k is in the grim darkness of the future there, <laughs> there is, is only, only war. war. Yes. Which is an amazing tagline. So, Amanda sent us an email. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things she sent over was there is a a crossover that's Sailor Moon versus Aliens versus Predator uh, that is 56,000 words long. That's a lot. Okay. But the other thing that she sent us was uh, there was a website called SailorJupiter.com. She mentioned these when she was on the show. They were interactive fanfics. Yes. Uh, And so I wanted to know if you, Kel McDonald, wanted to play through a little bit of this one with me uh yes let's do this right now okay so i gotta let's see gotta go to the internet archive i gotta really dive back in circa the year 2000 uh okay oh man this site would give you free email at sailorjupiter.com back in the year 2000 (laughs) also there's a weird Uh... ad for the sims for some reason that is weird. All right, let's see here. Uh, adventure story. 
Here we go. Uh, Amanda says the interactive fix of the ones labeled adventure story. For some reason, episodes two, three, and four listed on the main page. Episode one can only be accessed from a frame menu after you click one of those, but you can still find it. So do you want to go with episode one or, or should we dive into one of the others? We've got, uh, let's go into episode one. Let's do it. Okay. Start from the beginning. I got to start. I got to go into episode two, which is meet the Negaverse, And then we're, Looking, looking around for some. Oh, it just auto downloaded some midis. <laughs> All right, here we go. Sailor Moon Adventure. Meet the Scouts. I am Luna and have been sent by Queen Serenity to find the Moon Princess and Sailor Scouts. So far, I have located five Sailor Scouts to defend the Moon Princess and fight enemies from the Negaverse. However, the Scouts have just begun their training, and I would like your help to guide them. Kel McDonald. Would you like to meet the Sailor Scouts? Yes or no? Yes. I do think we should try no and see what happens. Okay, let's try no. Uh, no says, no is an end. It's, it says, would you like to restart the adventure? Okay, here we go. Yes. You are in a pink bedroom decorated with little white bunnies. The door opens and Serena enters, pigging out on donuts. Serena says, today has been so hard. I had to get out of bed and go to school. Luna says, this is Serena, champion of justice. She needs a lot of training. Even though she needs a lot of training, you can feel that she's a very friendly person who will defend her friends. Would you like to know more about Serena? Let's say no. Okay. I I think I know about her. Luna pulls out an apple from under the bed and says, Serena, you should eat healthy foods. Serena says, and this is weirdly like every word is capitalized, but I can't resist donuts. On the television, you see an advertisement for the new Sailor Venus computer game. Serena says, hey, I heard the new Sailor Venus game is at the computer store. Shall we go to the computer store? No. Okay, skipping out on the computer (laughs) store. You meet Amy. You leave Serena's house. As you walk down the street, you meet a girl carrying calculus software. Jesus Christ. Luna introduces the girl as Ami, Amy, the brilliant fighter who outwits her enemies. Okay. Uh, Amy says, I'm going to the park. Would you like to come? Shall we Why go to the park? Why is she bringing her calculus programming to the park? It's weird that she's just carrying software. Yeah. Like, I feel like. That's not a thing Amy would do or Ami. They're using the dub names. Yeah, this, this. Is, this is this is Amy. This is full dubs. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, are we going to the park? Yes or no? Uh, let's not go to the park because that seems like a bad place for her software. Uh, okay. So we meet a girl walking out of the park. Luna introduces the girl as Ray, the dedicated fighter. Ray says, "I'm going to the grocery store. Shall we go to the grocery store?" Yeah, let's get some groceries. You go to the grocery store. Amy finds sandwiches and offers some to Serena. I, do they? Okay, sure. They sell sandwiches. Like The grocery store's got a deli. Sure. Uh, Serena's not interested. Ray finds a vegetarian pizza and says, Serena, you should eat this. But Serena is I'm, not interested. I'm not liking this fanfiction forcing healthy food on Serena. She can't resist donuts. Just let her eat her donuts. God damn. You also see a girl in a brown school uniform shopping for healthy foods. What? I, I was not expecting. No, I'm not getting into this PSA for healthy eating. Uh, I'm against it. Let's. Here's the problem. Episode two is called Meet the Negaverse. <laughs> Episode one is going to be all about healthy eating choices. 
Oh, let's jump ahead to episode two. I'm sure that they're anti-Alti foods because okay. they're the negaverse. All right. I'm, I'm backing out of Meet the Scouts. We already know about the Scouts. Uh, it did just download another MIDI. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Oh, and there's another MIDI. If anybody needs the Sailor Moon theme in MIDI format, I got it. <laughs> I got currently four copies of it. Oh. The five Scouts and Darian are in an ice cream parlor. Amy, Lita, Ray, and Mina are eating hamburgers. Serena is eating and watching Darian, while Darian is not eating but watching Serena. <laughs> wait, like wait, let's. Okay, wait. So, Darian's not eating. Darian's not eating. He's watching Usagi. Yes. Who is eating? Who is eating? And she's watching Darian. Okay. All right. The other four scouts are also eating, but not watching anything. (laughs) Okay. Mind their own business. Yes. After finishing her hamburger, Amy notices that Serena and Darian have been eyeing each other for a long time, but not saying anything. Making an excuse to leave, Amy says, This was wonderful, guys, but I have to go study. See you later. And leaves. Mina quickly understands Amy's excuse and says, I have shopping to do. See you. And leaves. Lita understands and says, I saw a cute guy over there. Bye. And leaves. Ray, wanting to stay but feeling like a third wheel, says, I have shopping to do. Have fun, guys. And leaves. So this could have been... I could have gotten that done in one sentence. <laughs> yeah. Serena and Darian come out of a trance and look up as the four scouts leave. Serena says... A what? trance? They I... were, like, having a staring contest while she ate her food? Uh, Serena says, where are you going? But it's too late to get an answer. Which scout would you like to be? Kill your options are Mina, Amy, Ray, Lita, Serena, or Darian. I want to go with Lita. Let's stalk that cute boy. He does remind me of my senpai. (laughs) Oh, here, there's another Sailor Moon MIDI. Oh, oh my God. They're not even playing. They're just downloading. I should look. Okay. I'm going to see if I can get this MIDI loaded up into the soundboard. Oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Let's see if this works. Nope, not working. Okay. Oh, no. It'll upload it, but it won't play it. You can take midis from the internet, but you can't give them back. I don't even know, like, what kind of media file is that? Is that just, like, a really old audio file? Uh, yeah, it's like it's like the little beepy boops. Okay. Uh, Lita, huh. you... Step outside of the ice cream parlor and realize that you have not thought about where to go. You are standing in front of the ice parlor. Outside the mall is a park, and to your left is the center of the mall. You decide to go boy watching at the, uh, stay here, go to the park, or go to the mall. Let's go to the mall. Fuck the park. Too many healthy foods at that park. Yeah. You turn to your left and head for the center of the mall. In the mall, you see guys everywhere. You pick two guys at random and follow them. This is like serial killer shit. (laughs) They go into an automotive store. You follow them into the automotive store, and they are looking at muffler parts. You pick up a can of motor oil and try to look busy. After five minutes of holding Is the can of motor oil... muffler story um, Jedi's new business venture? Five minutes of holding the can of motor oil. You decide to try another pair of guys and leave the automotive store. You pick two oh, other guys. Oh, they're going to make us like, follow the Negaverse guys. 
you pick two other guys at random and follow them. They go into a fitness store. You follow them into the fitness store and they're looking at barbells. You think to yourself, much better than car parts, and walk over to a bench press. The bench press is set up with very heavy weights. You can't resist testing yourself and give the weights a few pumps. When you finish, you notice that the cute guys you followed in the fitness store have left and some big jerk is watching you. You leave the fitness store. You pick another cute guy at random and follow him. I'm not feeling this choose-your-own-adventure. There's not a lot of choosing in this section. Yeah, there's just a, like, following a lot of, uh... Okay, so this guy's got a girlfriend. We're gonna go to the food court and get a soda. Uh, you meet up with Mina at the food court. Uh, then Serena and Darian are sitting at a... Okay, quote... Uh, you notice that Serena and Darian are sitting at a non-romantic table. How strange, you think. Suddenly, Yumi and Ray feel the presence of an evil force. Somewhere in the dark corner of the Negaverse, uh, oh, we just got another, we got a mid of, uh, a midi of La Soldier going on. Uh, somewhere in the dark corner of the Negaverse, a swirling mist condenses into a dark gray cloud. From within a cloud, a voice says, Sapphire, I command you to come forward. A slender woman walks out of the darkness and into the mist, approaches the dark gray cloud, and slowly says, Yes, Commander. The voice from within the cloud says, The Master requires more energy. I will send you to planet Earth. You are to enslave the Earth and capture the energy of the pathetic humans. Sapphire says, I will do as you command, Commander Malice, but I'm a mere human and will need resources. The voice from within the cloud says, I will give you nine grunts to collect energy, three human warriors to fight your battles, one shadow warrior, a portal for transportation, and this. A dark blue crystal forms inside the dark cloud and floats to Sapphire. The voice continues, the crystal binds your subjects to you. They are yours to rule. Use them wisely. The nine grunts appear to the right of Sapphire. Three coffins appear, each containing a human warrior. A small portion of the dark gray cloud separates from the main cloud and forms a shadow warrior. And a transportation portal that resembles a dressing mirror appears. This really picked up once we got done stalking yeah, the people. suddenly, like, a shit is going down. Sapphire says, I will need more resources to enslave a planet. <laughs> Which is true. She currently has 12 dudes. Yeah, need uh, more dudes. The voice from within the cloud says, you have received your commands. The dark gray cloud disperses into mist and vanishes. This is why they're always failing, because of limited resources uh, and budget cuts. So this page is called Queen Sapphire, and it's illustrated with what is absolutely like a little pewter wizard figurine. Uh, you need to link me to that right now. Okay, let's see if I can get this image to you. If the archive can handle this. Sapphire takes the crystal floating in front of her and examines it. The crystal is pulsating with a dark blue energy. She places the crystal in her tiara and says, At last, at last, I am queen. I crown myself Queen Sapphire and places the tiara uh, on her head. This figure is great. <laughs> I love uh, it. We should have gotten to this lady sooner. I am the all-powerful. Well, you know, if we had if we had gone to the park, maybe we would have. By the way, this has just rolled us right back into another plot that has nothing to do with the choices of going to the the park or the yeah, automobile store. Yeah, this is like I feel like this is a poorly designed choose your own adventure. I to be fair, I have I have some experience with Twine. They're very difficult to write. <laughs> I know that's why I don't write them. Uh, she continues, I am the all-powerful ruler. Not only will I take over this planet, I will take over the solar system and the galaxy. Okay. I shall become Commander Sapphire. Does a commander outrank a queen? 
I think Sapphire is very confused about a lot of things. Like maybe we should start small with the planet and then move on to the solar system. You may have noticed that there aren't a lot of uh, choices lately. Yeah. Did uh, they figure out that choices and choose your own adventure is hard to write? Choice is an illusion. Kill. Yes. Okay. Uh, now that we've been railroaded into this plot, I see now that choice is an illusion. Uh, she's got a shadow warrior. Oh, she doesn't know what the shadow warrior's for. The coffins have women in it, and she says, "Rats, no men." I'll have to round some up, which is sometimes kind of baller. She's also gonna she's gonna attack all those boys that we stalked earlier. Okay, so the first coffin has a woman named Ruby. Uh, she's dressed in red. She says, I am your servant. She turns the portal and commands, show me my first victim. The mirror transforms into a scene focusing on two cute guys eating hamburgers in a food court. All right. Yeah, we're going to like try to save all the cute boys. This is wild. Queen Sapphire's attention is drawn to a guy in gray slacks, and she thinks, he's a knockout. I wonder who he is. Is the most important thing here gray slacks? Because that's all we know about this guy. Well, maybe that's all he's wearing, and that would make him stand out. That would actually be pretty important. Queen Sapphire points to three girls sitting one aisle away from the two guys and commands, drain the girls' energy. As Queen Sapphire walks away, Ruby gives Queen Sapphire a questionable look. Listen, she has to keep the guy for breeding purposes. Uh, We just got another midi called SGTP. Don't know what that is. Uh, let's see. Ruby's going to go deal with this. Uh, okay. Yellow belly is the name of our monster. Yellow belly peeks out and tries to reenter the black hole. Uh, but Ruby kicks. Do we know what yellow belly looks like? Like what is their monster theme? We should make up a monster. Uh, Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Three three pages deep in this. The two guys look up and see what appears to be a big teddy bear with a yellow belly walking towards them. They think it's somebody dressed in a Disney outfit entertaining the mall customers. Yellow belly walks up to two guys, puts a hand on each guy's shoulder, and zap. Their energy is drained before anybody knows what happened. The guys fall to the floor. Okay, I think that we need to give yellow belly a cooler monster theme. Uh, okay. You're you're the you're the artist. So, um. I'm trying to think of like puns or play on words with yellow belly, but I'm very tired from C2E2. You're also a writer. I don't, uh, yeah, but I leave character yeah. design to a, a visual, uh, the, the, the visual thinkers. All right. So yellow tail is a type of fish. So maybe like it can be a very fat fish person or maybe maybe it's maybe like it's yellow but it's also yelling so it's got like like yeah so he's got like or he's got like speakers on his belly yeah okay and he's a fish that's absolutely what the monster would be on power rangers yeah so that's definitely more interesting monster than just a teddy bear with a yellow belly do you realize that we are currently writing fanfic about this fanfic uh, I, we're fixing it. Um, <laughs> we're editing it. Okay, so oh, there's another midi. Uh, Zap the teddy bear drains the energy. Uh, Lita picks up Yellow Belly and throws it across the table. Uh, however, she feels her energy being drained. Mina shouts, "No way, bozo!" Ray shouts, "You'll pay for that!" 
Amy's in the balcony and observes what happens. She transforms. Uh, and oh, we start off with Mercury Bubbles. Uh, so yeah. all the skills have transformed. The most powerful attack. Okay, here we go. Finally, this is the first choice we have had since whether we were going to go to the mall or the park. Been so long. Which scout do you want to be? Oh, obviously Jupiter. I just assume Jupiter is the one that I'm always going to be. Okay. You, Sailor Jupiter, oh, oh, there's another MIDI, uh, use what energy you have left to power up with your Jupiter Thunder Dragon attack. You launch it at Yellow Belly, however Yellow Belly dodges your attack. You have never seen anything that big move so fast. Yellow Belly powers up and attacks. You dodge the attack, however. Sailor Moon, Mars, Venus, and Mercury are knocked out. Wow, okay. You're standing alone and very low on energy. Yellow Belly is powering up for another attack. You attack with... All right, here's your choices, Kel. Dodge, kick, throw, Jupiter Thunder Crash, Jupiter Thunder Dragon, or Jupiter Thunder Clap Smash. Let's do Jupiter Thunder Dragon. All right. You attempt to power up with your Jupiter Thunder Dragon attack. However, you do not have enough power. Oh, no. Yellow Belly attacks. Ouch, you just took your first hit. Yellow Belly is powering up for another attack. Dodge, kick, throw, Jupiter Thunder Crash, or Jupiter Thunderclap Smash? Um, Jupiter Thunder Crash. Yellow Belly dodges. Yellow Belly attacks again. You just took a second hit, Kel. Um, so what are the options again? Dodge, kick, throw, Jupiter Thunder Dragon, which we've already tried, and Jupiter Thunderclap Smash. Uh, let's throw him. Alrighty. Uh, you rush at Yellow Belly, pick it up, and throw it over another table. You feel more of your energy being drained as you touch Yellow Belly. That was a bad move. I'm bad at this fight. So far, you've taken two hits. Oh, Yellow Belly's powering up again. Uh, dodge, I guess. Alright, we're gonna dodge. Uh, easily dodge the attack. Yellow Belly begins a grunt of disgust. Uh, kick, throw... Thunder Crash, Thunder Dragon, or Thunderclap? Kick. You're really weighing your options. Yeah. Jupiter Kick Attack. You leap into the air, do a forward flip, and attempt to kick Yellow Belly in the face. Yellow Belly's off guard, and your well-aimed kick smashes Yellow Belly's nose. You fly over Yellow Belly's head and land behind Yellow Belly. Yellow Belly yelps in pain. You can use pronouns. Uh, and puts its hand over its face. Yellow Belly has its back turns towards you. So far, you've taken two hits. All right, we're behind him. We got him blinded. Dodge, throw, thunder crash, thunder dragon, or thunderclap smash? Thunder dragon. We don't have enough power. <laughs> we took a third oh, hit. Damn it. <laughs> what can I just get my dragon on? God damn it. Dodge, kick, throw. Before there were not enough choices, now there's, we're, we seem to be in a loop. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with thunderclap smash. Yeah. Oh, we took a fourth hit. Jesus. We don't have enough power for this. Okay, I'm dodging, and then I'm kicking again. Now I'm going to throw. Now I'm going to dodge again. Now I'm going to kick again. It's all this... I We're in a weird loop. Yeah. Okay, okay. You got to get behind maybe, him. I, okay. We need fucking pro strats, speedrun tactics on this. You got to get behind him. You use the last of your energy to power up with Jupiter Thunder Crash and Zap Yellow Belly in the fanny. That's what it says. Yellow Billy yelps in pain, jumps straight up, puts both hands on its fanny, and lands with a hard thud. Not a fan of this verbiage. Uh, a dark portal opens up, and an invisible voice says, Yellow Billy, you're pathetic. Return to headquarters now. It crawls in the portal and disappears. Victory for Sailor Jupiter.
Congratulations, you only took four hits. You, Sailor Jupiter, have gained 20 experience points. So this I, is a video game now. It's got it it's got XP. Uh, Sailor Mars recovers and says, where did that thing come from? Sailor Venus recovers and said, think I'll practice dodging. Sailor Mercury recovers and says, looks like the Negaverse is back. <laughs> At least I obtained a few readings before it knocked me out. It can absorb the energy attack from Sailor Venus. You say, that teddy bear packed a wallop. Sailor Moon recovers and says, I thought it was so cute until it zapped those two guys. <gasps> the guys, we forgot about the guys, you shout along oh, with Venus and Mars. Did they kidnap the hot boys? Uh, no, they're still lying on the ground. Okay. Uh-oh, now we're into Meet John. Oh, I don't want to meet John. I don't want to meet John either. I think I'm done with this one. <laughs> yeah, John might as well be named Greg. John is a real Greg. Yeah, this 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 does go... I gotta say, this is... I was not expecting this to have experience points and a battle that required uh, like some significant trial and error. Yeah, this it also got super like repetitive and there was a lot of unnecessary information. I'm gonna guess this was not play tested. Right. I think I got an experience points for every MIDI I downloaded while playing this. <laughs> Maybe we'll You've now day... leveled up. You've leveled up as a podcaster. <laughs> Maybe one day we will come back and finish the story of John. Uh but no, I No, I think we should leave him in the food court for forever. Uh, so do we have any any other thoughts on fan fiction before we uh we call it a night kill? Uh well I could tell you about the Sailor Moon AU Blue Delaquante and I made while bored at a convention once. Oh, please do. So it was right after we learned that Akira was going to take place in New York City. And while discussing that Hollywood likes to set everything in New York City, we started to write down if Sailor Moon was set in New York City, what everyone, what would be New York's equivalent to where they are in Tokyo? Okay. So it was stuff like Sailor Moon has kind of a middle-class nuclear family and also goes to the same school as both Ami and Makoto. So where would be a good place that Sailor Moon could afford in New York City? And we went with Queens. Okay. So like Spider-Man. Yes. And meanwhile, Mars, who is the wealthy daughter of a politician, would live in the Upper West Side. Okay. Uh, we also changed it. So since pun, na pun names sound sillier in English, uh, like they're really on the nose when you translate their names directly. So instead of giving them puns on their powers, we name them all after astronauts. <laughs> okay, I like it. So Sailor Moon's, last, Sailor Moon's last name was Armstrong, and Sailor Venus's last name was Alden. And uh, then um, my favorite bit was we had Uranus and Neptune are originally from the South and moved to New York City when Neptune got accepted into Juilliard. So Uranus gave up her NASCAR dreams to follow her girlfriend. Uh, that's like, that's why did we waste so much time getting to the point where we could meet John when you could have been telling me about Southern Sailor Uranus this entire time? Yeah. And um, also the name we came up for Uranus was 
a name that I want to use some at some point in some story I write. Uh, so the first LGBT astronaut that we know of is Sally Ryder. And since Sailor Uranus has a gender-neutral name, we wanted another gender-neutral first name. So we named her Skylar Ryder. That's very Sailor Moon. Yeah. So very I was like, up. that's... Yeah, so I was like, that's what we would call Uranus. That's kind of all I remember because it was like three years ago when we came up with all this. I mostly remember the Uranus and Neptune part because that was my favorite part. All right. Well, if anyone out there has some fanfic they remember that they'd like us to talk about, uh, send it in. Because I am very curious and would like to learn more. Uh, but for now, I think uh, us two tired folks are going to call it a night. Uh, Kel, can you tell everyone where they can find you other than just at uh, C2E2 this weekend? Yeah, C2E2 this weekend. Um, there's, uh, I make comics that you can read at kelmcdonald.com. I'm on Twitter at Kelhound, which is spelt like Hellhound, but with a K. And then I do two podcasts. One is comic making advice called Dirty Old Ladies. And one is called A Series of First Impressions, where me and two friends watch season one of different TV shows. Yeah, like that uh, like that 65-episode season of uh, Batman the Animated Series. Yes, we have done Sailor Moon, and Allison Stock was a guest for our Xena episode. Solid choice. Yes. I am on Patreon as Cal McDonald, and... Everywhere else I am on the internet, you can find from one of those locations. All right. Well, Kel, it is always a joy oh, to talk shit, to you. Oh, shit. Uh, I have a Kickstarter going on right now. Uh, okay. for right, right. A, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a Kickstarter going on right now for a reverse harem comic called Supernatural Attraction, which is about a girl who is killed and brought back to life and then can see the supernatural. And her college is full of hot monster boys. So everyone listening should go back it. All right. Well, Kel, uh, thank you so much for joining me in, uh, in today's fun, fun time. Uh, thank you so much. And everybody, uh, why not, uh, why not hit us up with an email with your fan fiction memories or present and, days. And thanks for listening to us. Two tired folks talk about Sailor Moon. Yeah. And, and maybe one day if, if you're good, maybe one day we'll meet John. Let's hope not. Have a great week, everyone.